Hi, I'm Thomas Graham, and today we're talking about Avatar, not the blue people. The last airbender, the better Avatar. Water. Earth. Fire. Air. Long ago, the four nations lived together in harmony. Then, everything changed when the Fire Nation attacked. Only the Avatar, master of all four elements, could stop them. But when the world needed him most, he vanished. A hundred years passed and my brother and I discovered the new Avatar, an airbender named Aang. And although his airbending skills are great, he has a lot to learn before he's ready to save anyone. But I believe Aang can save the world. Welcome to Episodes of Excellence. As mentioned before, I'm Thomas Graham, and this is the podcast where we ex- explore the greatest episodes in TV. I'm a lifelong nerd, a voice actor, and I do this. If you grew up at all in the earlier 2000s, you probably heard of Avatar The Last Airbender, and oh, it is great. Anyone who knows Avatar knows that there is just something special about Avatar and the music and everything that made Avatar great. In my personal opinion, the best episode is episode 13 of season three or book three, The Firebending Masters. Right before this, you know, Zuko does the whole, hi, Zuko here and joins the gang. But what makes this episode so great. Well, it is the harmonious conjunction of the entire series. Up to this point in the story, there had been many ups and downs and crazy things that have happened to the gang or team avatar, whatever you want to call it. I'll be calling it the gang because that's more fun to say. Up to this point, the day of the black sun had come and their failed revolts or failed taking down of Fire Lord Ozai. Fun fact, Ozai is played by Mark Hamill. Yeah. And the gang is back by themselves. And Zuko comes in and starts teaching Aang firebending, but he just kind of loses it because he is finally confronted being the good guy. Even though Zuko, for the entire half, first, well, the majority of the show, three quarters of the show, has been the bad guy. He's been the villain even though he like he kind of was. And then there's the Zuko alone episode, which is another really great episode. Go watch it. And it's it shows his character development. Dude literally gets sick because he decides to do something good with his life. Like, come on. You can't. You gotta love the dude. But this is the point where he has decided to forego his Prince of the Fire Kingdom and help gang. Help the gang. Forgo his title of prince and truly regain his honor by helping the Avatar defeat his father. Now, this is when uh, this episode kind of takes place. 
because he has lost his mojo and can't firebend. So what is it? What do they do? They go on an adventure and they talk to, well, they go to an ancient place known as the City of the Sun Warriors. A ancient, extinct, ancestral people of firebenders in the fire nation. But they're not dead. They're still alive. And one of the other great things that this whole series, the whole series of Avatar The Last Airbender does, is it mixes the music into the story. I had the opportunity to speak with my brother, Christian Graham, who is a composer currently studying, and, well, we're both nerds, he had some interesting points to say, and frankly, he knows more about this than I do. Avatar The Last Airbender, it's great. No, it's great. It's honestly, it's a phenomenal show. What 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 to you makes it the best or one of the better shows, or if, as you said, a phenomenal show? A phenomenal show. Well, the things about it, like okay, I I definitely did not jump on the bandwagon when it was actually very popular when I was a kid, uh, but that's because I didn't have cable, so I wasn't able to watch it. Thanks, mom. Um, anyway, yeah, I love but, you, mom. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, but so I finally watched it this summer when I was really sick. And it was, no, honestly, it was, it, well, okay. The things about it that are so good, I think are, for one, the world building, the, the, you can tell that the people who made it were really in love with the project and actually were able to have the creative freedom and time to put in the work to make a phenomenal like world that was very coherent and was very interesting like like you were learning a lot of stuff about the world and it was very interesting it wasn't kind of like i don't know sometimes you see these in the world buildings that happen in some uh places where it's kind of it's there but you either don't get to ex explore it enough that makes you really feel like you want to be there or that you're engaged with the environment or they kind of had everything a little bit too quickly on a silver spoon. Like it's just it's just handed you way too quickly and just kind of not too nonchalantly. That doesn't feel like they put the time into it. Um, but uh, but this one it was really well done. And I think in part of it is because they knew their audience. It was children, but also not and, just children. It was and their adult parents. And yes, but what I mean that is this would they, become a nostalgic thing. Well, I don't know if they knew it would become a nostalgic thing. Nope. To be fair, uh, yeah. But what? But the thing is, they knew it was a kids' one. But it doesn't. It it's it is a children's one in the aspect that it's very simple to follow. But it's not done in the way that a lot of times are, where it's like the characters say everything they're thinking, say everything they're doing in a way that, like you know, like sometimes it's like, um, do, like do, like do, a lot of movies. Well, no, no. I mean, like, like, okay, you know, like how sometimes, like, you say this in like the newer Marvel movies, where like, and in a lot of Mar a lot of movies that kind of stink, where they don't let the they they assume the audience is a total idiot and that they have to baby feed them every single point of the plot, so that and they don't get, leave any room for the audience to go to figure it out or just understand this is what's going on. Like, it's not a you see the bad guy. And like, not even just the bad guy telling their plot, but like it's the exposition 
This doesn't it's, have an a like every well, episode it goes, oh, Zuko, you're a firebender. Firebending exactly. comes from this. Firebending exactly. is it's exactly. just part that of the of world. Stuff. That's the thing is it's like there's there's an assumption of you, you, you follow along, you know the story. But it's one enough that even like, okay, that like someone like can still enjoy the episode without going into but I, what I what I mean is like they're telling a story not just through dialogue because there's a lot of episodes and a lot of TV shows where especially things for kids where you can tell the same story and a lot of times you can tell someone's upset because of the way they're acting through the voice acting the cinematography the lenses whatever it is you can see someone walking away and you can tell they're angry you don't have to say every single time someone's upset i'm upset at you you know like because that just gets much well, it's a we'll bit even much. take the episode before the firebending masters when toff gets her feet burned she doesn't say frick you zuko she just runs away yeah, like well, anyway, but like that—that's a side as far. I think that's a bit more of a rabbit hole that is not the point of, yeah. of why I think it's good. But like essentially, they—it's—it's it's for children, but they're not assuming that they're dumb, which means that as a kid watching it, you feel like you're watching an adult, like a more grown-up show, which I think is part of the reason why it was attractive to the kid, or to, to many kids. But also as a, an adult, you can watch it and really enjoy it, and like that's what I did, and. So, so the world building and the way that they do it, they don't treat it like a normal kids show that is like, they don't, like, it's just, it's done in such a way that's really well, I, th I would say really well crafted, um, knowing their audience really well and not treating them like idiots. Um, but the other thing that I think, I think the re I think the biggest reason though why people really like it is Zuko, in my opinion. I think Zuko is what makes it. Um, people may disagree with me, but I think like, Okay, I, the main character. I don't think there's many people who will disagree with you on that. Fair, but I'm just saying it's like <laughs> it's you know it's about Ang and his journey, but really, you know, the person that you follow, the person that you really like, is Zuko. And if it and and I think this is this is you know the 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 the, the you know the there's that term there's that um saying like if you want a good story, make the bad make really make a really good bad guy. And Zuko is the bad guy, but he then doesn't. And the thing he's no longer he eventually changes. But it's, it's a perfect his... dichotomy also. Between yeah, Aang and Zuko. Yeah, well exactly, because you know, Zuko has these exterior motives that are kind of um pushing him along and getting him to do what he like kind of telling him dictating what he should should I must should. regain my honor. Yeah. And then you have Aang who has all these personal things where he's like, I just want to be a kid piss off you know i just like let me just be a kid i don't want to deal with any of these exterior motives to control me but then is how they both have this total switch where then zuko finally goes no 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 what i want to do is important and also just is very valuable so i need to focus on that while ang is going the responsibilities on my shoulder are really important and i can find a way to fit that with still being true to who i am and and i think that like they both have like a bit of a flip side but the same journey but kind of reversed uh, which lead them to, you know, the firemen and uh, masters is kind of, I'd say, is a point where their paths really meet and they're kind of both, they both understand. Like, okay, like there's this, like right after they have the whole vision with seeing the the fire from the dragons and understanding what firebending really is, both of them have, they have the same thing, but they have both have two different outcomes, but very similar where like zuko he goes wait a second 
there's so much more I can still like, like I don't have to be this dick of a person to be fireblind. There's so many more shades of it. I can be myself amidst this whole thing. And Aang sees it now more as I'm no longer like, this isn't um, like who I am. I can still bring this into the thing where he goes, you know, see, it's not, like there's more to fire building. It's not just hate and anger, which is not who he is. I can play the He's... clip. Okay, fine. You can play the clip. Their fire was beautiful. I saw so many colors, colors I've never imagined. Like fire-bending harmony. Yes. They judged you and gave you visions of the meaning of firebending. I can't believe there are still living dragons. My uncle Iroh said he faced the last dragon. I think that's kind of most of it. and then it, they, But that takes a lot more longer to get into what you were explaining. It, 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 yeah, they, they, it's a little bit later on. But okay, yeah. Fire. It's like fire harmony. I thought that's hilarious. As a musician, that's hilarious. Also, um, but, just on that little point of... They're, the music, um, it's so good at showing this because, well, every time Zuko firebends up to this point, really, you do hear the chuka 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 whatever it is. Well, not every time, but a lot. You do hear that. But essentially, well, because Aang, with following Aang, you hear the opening music a lot with Aang. And with Zuko, you hear the ending music a lot. But this is the first time you hear it as a direct quote. Like, it's like the full thing as it is. And so it is kind of a bit of a whole... The whole film has, at this point, kind of come full circle with the beginning and the end being kind of now one. And then they go off to fight the Fire Lord. And showing that Zuko and Aang are now on the same page. Exactly. The music has overlapped. The music now is together, rather, as we've seen up to this point, separate. And they both work together well. So that's, yeah, it, it is very, very well done, I would say. Christian was right. It was very well done. The music is honestly one of the greatest parts of the entire show. Now... Go watch Avatar The Last Airbender. All of it. It's amazing. It's beautiful. You're beautiful. This has been Episodes of Excellence. I'm Thomas Graham. I'll talk to you later. <laughs>